Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Okay. I didn't think I was going to uh, say and or record anything today. It's been quite a week. Um, But then something kind of transpired for me today and I felt like it might be worthwhile to actually share here. I'm actually not in the trailer today. I am laying upstairs in the living room of my house, and we just got a new puppy. So the strange <laughs> noises from ouch from beyond are going to be this puppy giving me hell. <laughs> so Ruby is here on trailer cast for the first time. And today we're going to be talking about the two things. One, moving from accusation to observation. There's one other thing (laughs) I forgot right now, so we'll come back to it. Oh, disagreeing. So here's what happened this week. I started on Monday feeling like like I could just barely move. And I had this terrible ear infection. And what happened is I started just feeling like a baby. So the physical symptoms set in and I started just, my inner monologue just started going like, oh my gosh, an earache? Like, what are you for? Like, like... I just had zero margin for my own physical experience and just started like this negative feedback loop of shaming my experience. Um, end up in urgent care and they like confirm, yeah, sinus infection, yes, um, ear infection. They give me like shot of steroids, shot of antibiotics, um, whatever. I go home, I'm resting, and then my eardrum bursts. At this point, I'm like, I felt like it was like evidence almost. Like, okay, like, 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 see all this blood? Like, this means that something's really occurring. And I don't know. I don't know if that was what that did for my like emotional response to my pain, except that I felt like there was (laughs) some form of validation that it was that bad. Um, Long short of it, I. I still am feeling terrible by Wednesday. I go back to urgent care because they said come back if the antibiotics don't kick in. They swapped me for the flu. <laughs> My baby girl. And said, yeah, confirm you have the flu. At that point, I was like, okay, well, that explains why I feel so terrible. Um, but the thing is, you guys, is if you want a quick window into like the worst thoughts you have about yourself or like a, a mirror to see... What happens when you don't feel capable? Like getting sick has felt like a huge invitation. And I'm going to tell you, it was not pretty for me. Like I don't do sick super well. And this is what happened. I was talking to my radical wellness team is I can, I have like tons of margin for like my big traumas and like all the hard, like hard things I've been through and feeling like so much grace. I had none when it came to like this, like, what I felt, it was like this like pathetic ear infection and the flu, like really? 
And it's interesting, like how I had classified how much grace those things warranted and didn't have compassion on myself because for some reason didn't qualify as like actually a hard thing. Fast forward, each morning I'm waking up thinking, okay, like I'm just going to feel better. Like tomorrow I'm just going to wake up and I'm just going to be just fine. And my lovely husband is like, Elise, like one, that's not how it works. And two, um, you are looking for a quick fix and you need to just rest. And do you know like how husbands like give you like logic when I'm like, I don't need your stinking logic. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. I need to rest. I need you to like get in the pit with me and be like, oh, this is the worst. <laughs> Being sick is stupid. <laughs> so I like brushed off his logic and was like, yeah, okay. Okay, whatever. Right. And then in denial. And later that night, he came back to the conversation and was like, Elise, you are struggling with wanting just like a really, uh, really fast solution, but you're missing like the point of what's actually going on here. And so today, Sunday, I'm sitting outside in our backyard, just like feeling sorry for myself because that negative inner monologue is still saying weak, weak, you're weak, you're weak. And it's this accusation, this like... I feel like my I was just condemning myself and just feeling like, God, at least you're so weak. You're so weak because you're, you know, it's been almost a week and you, you're literally like you're, you're in the same spot. You're laying on the floor unable to do things. And as I kept hearing my inner monologue, that negative loop keep cycling under week, 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 I felt this shift that went from... Like, I, I could hear it as I could agree with it. Like, it wasn't a condemnation or an accusation. Like, you're weak. It was, like, an observation of, like, no, you're really weak. Like, you're weak. And there's a difference between, like, God, you're so weak to, honey, you're weak. And when I watched my experience of my sickness go from condemnation or accusation to observation there was like an infiltration of, of compassion that if I could observe my weakness, then I would approach it with like, yeah, and when you're weak, you need to, like, it's, o- it's okay to rest. Like, you're weak. This isn't a punishment. This isn't a um, judgment. This is the reality that, that your body is weak and, and your spirit is weak and, and you feel bad observation rather than accusation this was a huge like paradigm shift for me huge like spiritual shift like when I think about it like that I think it like it's it was it's more than psychological to me that was a spiritual shift of could I observe my symptoms rather than uh, accuse myself of them do you know what I'm saying and I don't know what that is for you or where that joins your process but what are the things that you accuse yourself of instead of observing them within you? In my history, like what I tried to do is scan through like, oh, where else do I do that? And one of them was like, I um, blame myself for being, it's, it's, for sure it's weak, but also like feeling dumb, like if I feel dumb. And I can watch the process from accusation to observation. So instead of, God, that was so dumb, or you're so dumb, to be like, oh, like, you feel insecure. 
I, I observe the fact that I feel exposed or I feel observed in a way that I didn't anticipate. But there's room to shift from accusation and like self-deprecation and the punishment that goes on on the inside to observation where then hopefully we're met with compassion because the solution looks different. If I'm castigating myself for feeling, for being weak, it's very different than approaching myself because I am weak, because I'm sick. So I've just been, I've been trying to just float that around in my head today and just to continue to come back to observing my symptoms rather than being mean to myself about my, my symptoms. And when I had that aha moment that sometimes it's like, like the message was the, is the same message all week long. The tone changed. The perspective changed. And what I do changes. And when I move through the stages of accusation, observation, I'm able to transition, I think, even beyond that into a compassionate solution, which is an acceptance. Like, I think that that's, that's the journey. So whether there was, whether it starts with like that negative loop of like the, the nasty things we say to ourselves, moving towards observation, what do I notice? And then from there, moving to compassionate solution and then acceptance. Like I accept this observation. I accept that I am weak. And what do we do? We nurture when someone is weak. We nurture that. We don't punish them for it or accuse them of it. So that's been my loop this week, and I just wanted to share that here and hope that, um, that just that you'd be able to try that on for size. Like, I think that that's sometimes the gift of trailer cast is, do you remember the, um, when your teacher would put like a clear plastic thing, it's the overhead projector, that's what it was, and you, you could like put like the sheet down and then you could put another one over it. And I think of that like experience. Like if I put my experience down on the overhead projector and could show you like, okay, here's the loop. Um, accusation, observation, compassionate solution and acceptance, then maybe you could put your own overhead projector slide thing on it and be able to see where your own negative loop comes in or your own experience this week. And if you moved to the role of observer, what would you be able to see instead? And if we do that, then we're going to move towards compassionate solution. And I think that's the place that when we, when we live from there, the grace or compassion that we extend within also exudes without. You, me, like people, we need compassion. We need to have to, um, to be witnessed accurately in our space, the last thing we need is like more hard. Do you know what I mean? Like we need, we don't need, it doesn't need to be harder. Like it's, I'm already hard enough on myself. <laughs> like life is already hard enough. I don't need to add. And same to you. It's like, it's already hard enough. If you're already having, <laughs> hi Ruby, a negative experience, then it's not like you need to add shame to that. And so I'm offering a different loop. And I want you just to think about that this week. The other thing, um, and this is a total train track switch, is I'm going to be starting a taboo series and learning how to talk about taboo topics. And I, I, you know what it really is, though? It's like learning how to like disagree and sit with things that are uncomfortable. 
So I, I find a lot of times that there are just things that people don't want to talk about or they, because they don't know how, or they don't know how to deal with the feelings that come up because the conversation topic is so awkward or so personal or so confusing or it confronts something. And so I wanted to take a moment to prepare you for the conversations that we're going to be jumping into on TrailerCast because I want you to, like, to practice sitting in what is uncomfortable. And the point of dialogue is not to agree. And I think, again, if we come back to being in that observer seat, if we notice that it's like, oh, God, when she says that, like, oh, that bothers me. Or when, when, when I hear, when people talk about whatever, fill in the blank, politics, sex, money, religion, race, uh, I don't know, white people, like, what is it that, what's uncomfortable for you? Privilege. What words could I throw out that you're like, Jesus, oh, maybe that's one. <laughs> like, like, what is it that you're like, ew, I'm confronted by that. I don't like the way that that feels. I don't like listening to that. We, we tend to like be in this, like, um, because we can curate our feed and curate our friends and curate our news sources, we don't spend a lot of time being uncomfortable anymore. And this is what I realize about podcasts is that like you can listen privately and then like wrestle with it. So it's not like it's live and people are watching you watch this thing, you know, like you could turn it on, sit by yourself for a second, listen, take notes, respond. Like you could really think these things through and it's a practice of sitting in something that maybe you're not used to. And we're going to look at some of these big taboo topics and learn how to have hard conversations well. That's one thing I think our community, our society needs so much is like, how do we learn how to sit in different seats among the table? So what positions are represented and then underrepresented or overrepresented? What things do we need to learn how to talk about better? With the point not being to agree, but just to be able to sit together. So there's a couple interviews coming up. There'll be conversations about money, because everyone loves to talk about that. (laughs) Um, Race, diversity, LGBT, faith, God, spirituality, the absence of. We're going to talk about sex. I want to talk about things that people are like, please do not mention that at the dinner table. Like that was, that's the inspiration. <laughs> like what are the things that are like, oh, okay, screen time, parenting, um, all of that. We're going to put that on the table. So this introduction right now is learning how to listen, notice what comes up, what bothers you. What inspires you? What do you want to know more about? What are you curious about? What insults you? What? It's okay that we have conversations where we feel like, oh man, didn't like that. That's okay. That's how we learn to dialogue. That's how we cut our teeth, you know, on like on topics where we're learning and practicing. Because if we do that in safety, then we're really able to learn how to dialogue well. So Um, If you're listening and you have ideas or taboo topics you want uh, discussed on TrailerCast, would you email me? You can email me at hello at elisesnipes.com. And I'm going to be taking um, a list of topics and then finding um, people to interview where we can talk about different perspectives on those topics. So again, that's hello, H-E-L-L-O, at elisesnipes.com. Um, I'd love to hear from you and love to think about what would be interesting or taboo for you um, and just (laughs) invite you to 
inspire and open my eyes as well to what is outside of my realm or what is outside of my own comfort level. Um, so that way I can help bring that to the table as well. Because I realize as a therapist that there's a lot of things that I'm maybe just used to hearing about that aren't uncomfortable for me. So I'd like to be able to kind of come back to what is taboo. And I'd love to hear from you in that. Um, thankful that Ruby joined us today. <laughs> if you were with me today on the floor of my living room, I would uh, thank you for bearing with me through this, what feels like a jumbled episode. And I would, I don't know, I would, I'd wonder where you are and I would be vulnerable enough to risk you seeing me presenting an offering from a low place rather than a place where I feel like I've like got it figured out or had it all planned and or thought it was worthy of being heard and that we would maybe all learn to be able to offer from all the different parts of ourselves regardless of if we feel like they're amazing or shiny or bright or deserving of light so I hope that wherever you are today and however you are listening to this episode that you would um, you yeah I don't know I think what it is ultimately that you know that you are seen that you are know that you are not alone in this human journey um and I hope that we get a chance to connect okay have a lovely Sunday everybody And I will be back this next week, Lord willing, um, with some taboo talks. Thanks for listening. To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, Email me at elise at trailercast.com, E-L-Y-S-E at trailercast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends. update for you regarding all retreats for 2020. You guys, space is limited and retreats are going fast. Check out my website, www.elisesnipes.com backslash weekends or backslash retreats to learn more. There are going to be three retreats this year, one in North Carolina, one in Austin, Texas, and one in Bali, Indonesia for 2020. Would love to have you join me. Check out those links. You can also check out the show notes so we can stay more connected.